Yo, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to Forever Ivana Sessions. I am Riss, and hopefully at some point I'm your favorite podcaster, vlogger, whatever you want to consider me. Just make me your favorite. And if you don't, I still appreciate the views because homegirl will like these YouTube checks at some point. Ain't no shame in my game. At least you know my intentions. Oh. <laughs> this episode is really, really dope. I'm excited about it. I am with somebody who... As y'all know, if you haven't watched any of the episodes, I'm really bad when it comes to names and remembering, like, timestamps. Okay. I knew she was a kid one day. The next thing I know, she just grew up, and I was just like, whoa, when did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> like, one day, her, her sister, and her friends were just dancing, cutting up churches. <laughs> next thing I know, she's, like, holding the camera and giving tips on social media and how to be a content creator and all that jazz. So I'm excited to introduce the now grown-up <laughs> Cheyenne Wisdom. She is a content creator, a creative director, and also the founder of the Creative Space in the tri-state area. What's up, doll? You're... That's a New York thing, so if you don't know how to do it, nah, just don't, don't do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, we're in the holiday season. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite Christmas song? Song? Wow, okay. Well, I'm not a holiday person. Y'all. At all. Pray for her. Um, I don't. I don't. So I don't listen to holiday music. Pray for her. <laughs> it's just like, all right, already, let's let's skip past this. Let's get to January. Not even January 1st. Because the thing is, that's still a holiday. Because, you know, growing up in church, yo, we 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 in church. You about to traumatize me. <laughs> we in church bringing in another holiday. So let's get to like January 2nd. I'm waiting. At the end of the year, I'm waiting for January 2nd to come. Because I'm not a holiday person. I'm just ready to, I don't know, be regular. Live a regular type life without spending money, getting gifts. Being around people, <laughs> you know. Okay, okay. So I'm half halfway. It's not that I'm not a holiday person. I like to eat. Y'all have y'all know if you can't tell. I love to eat. <laughs> so any holiday you feed me, I'm there. Uh, I don't like decorating, as you can see. Me we either. ain't got no Christmas. Cause who who gonna take it down? <laughs> not me, and I ain't paying nobody to come take it down either. However, I love giving gifts. I love giving. I love giving. It's like something. I mean, I give throughout the year when I have money. Um, <laughs> but Christmas, it's something about Christmas that's just like up my game. My issue is your birthday is before you, you're Black Friday season. Yes. I am a week in like two days after Christmas. Yeah. And yeah, folks be like, sorry, Riss. I already spent my money for Christmas, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, dang, bro. Like, you know, my birthday is January 6th every year. Every year. Okay. Just say, all I ask is $20. We ain't even got to go nowhere fancy. I mean, like, just $20. $20. So that's why I don't like the holiday, is because everybody always broke. And then, okay, so like, if we haven't noticed, like, we come from like the Christian background, we're Christians. Yeah. Folks always fasting. And I'll be pissed. Oh, that's I true. Be, I be, that I January be first come around, I'm we fast. So that's the only reason why the holidays just be, it's a lot of emotion for me. <laughs> Nobody, like, nobody's going out to eat. Nobody's going to the movies with you. You ain't going nothing. nowhere. And I'm like, just you can just show up. You can just show up. You ain't got to like. Eat. Watch me eat. Just watch me eat. <laughs> uh, so I think I said my famous Christmas song last time, but it's Reach Records. They're solid night song. That I mean, I like, um, I, was listening, I saw it on TikTok yesterday. Oh, I forgot about that. Bro. Yeah, but that's oh, because the I. Nineties. Yeah, but that's because I danced. And he shot yes. Bethel. Yes. Kanta- Wait, was Kantata. that Cantata? Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love that song. Like, and they just say Hallelujah over and over again. 
But it's just like, yo, it's just a, it's just a vibe. <laughs> New Great Bethel uh, in Queens, New York. She went to the church. Yes. I went to the school when I was young. So, yes, so kind of got like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, why are we here? And then, even though I'm not a huge holiday person, we're going to be in a holiday theme. Okay. Sure, let's okay, do it. Cool. I was doing something I don't do is watching old movies. I'm not. I watched something once and that's it. I'm, I'm not a repeat person. Oh, wow. But however, comma, um, his face kept popping up and I felt tempted. So, Home Alone. <laughs> no, his face has been popping up a lot lately on social up. media. So I was like, dang, I, you know, I just, I just got to give in. I was watching Home Alone 1 and watching Home Alone as a 33-year-old is Your totally Jesus different. Here. Thank you. Yeah. You didn't have to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been persecution. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Sorry. It's been a hard year. I hate when people say GC and come like, yeah, it's been hard. Um, and versus watching Home Alone as a kid or whatever. Um, so, like, Home Alone 1 specifically, I'm not going to talk about the whole series. I didn't realize, like, a lot of the themes that were, I guess, in it. I don't know if they purposely was trying to highlight some of the themes, but because I'm risk and my brain likes to make things deeper than what it is. Mm-hmm. This forever Bobby sessions. You, you're used to it by now. Um, a cu- couple of themes rung out to me. Mm-hmm. One was the being a product of your environment, like how your environment can impact how you view yourself mm-hmm. and how you respond to things. Mm-hmm. The second thing was um, how loneliness can trick you into thinking that you can do life on your own. And then the last part, which is not necessarily the last part, but we're going to cap it there because we ain't going to talk for two hours, um, is abandonment mm-hmm. and, like, how hard it can be, but at the same time, in a weird way, abandonment, if you lean into it, could pull out yep. something in you that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. So with that being, and if you haven't watched Home Alone, that's pretty much. Kid, run a, kid is with his family. <laughs> Can't stand his family. They call him all types of names. He tells them that he wishes that he could live alone and never wants to be around them again. They go on a trip, forget that baby boy is locked up in that attic. That's a whole nother thing. But you do something that you don't like and they send you away, but we're going we gonna to keep it there. And then they forget that the baby boy didn't never made it with him and they already in Paris, on their way to Paris. He's back home, home alone. At first he's like, ta-da! And then, of course, over the course of the movie, um, he starts fighting. You know, there's always got to be a bad guy. Yeah. Fights fighting them. In a weird way, it pulls out some skills that I don't know how any eight-year-old kid, because yes. me as an eight-year-old kid was... Um, you know, but in a weird way, even though he was neglected, maybe not purposely, mm. he was able to still protect his family. Mm. So with that being said, is the first thing I want to tackle is the I highlight is the power of your environment in the beginning of the movie and as a kid obviously it didn't ring a bell into me but his family and it's probably digging too deep into it but kind of was like what we would consider very verbally abusive today mm-hmm. and highlighting a lot of the negative things or attributes about him I think as a kid he heard he was told by his uncle he was a jerk um I think another, his cousin called him a disease or something to that nature. And then when they all leave and he's by himself, he's rehearsing mm-hmm. the things that they spoke over him. Mm-hmm. So what I kind of want to, my first question to you is the, the, how 
impactful is your environment? Like, how does your environment have an impact on how you view yourself? It's particularly because it's, this whole theme is first season is creatives as a creative. So I feel as though, you know, when it comes to sad to say, you know, a lot of creatives, yes, we are born creatives, but we're not really birthed out until we experience that environment that didn't really accept us. Um, we, you know, like when you talk to a lot of creatives and I'm sure you have during the season, it's, you know, creatives were birthed out of somewhere or something that like didn't accept them or the environment was trash or, you know, their work wasn't accepted. Um, so I just feel like as a creative, you have to find that environment, but honestly, like, let's just be real. Sometimes that environment isn't even present. Like you have to create it within yourself. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's where, you know, it's so funny this topic came up because before I turned, so I just turned 26 on November 26th. Oh, you a youngin. Yeah. Baby girl. <laughs> I ain't know I think I did, but then, dang. I feel old. Go ahead, I mean, continue. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I just turned 26 on November 26th. And right before that, um, I posted a YouTube video. Very incognito, very just, I just posted it. And in that video, I was talking about self-talk, like how you talk to yourself. And I realized that leading up to me turning 26, I was not talking to myself the best because I felt like I was not where I wanted to be by the time Mm -hmm. I turned 26. Mm -hmm. And I realized that I was playing over, and it didn't even have to be things that people have said to me. It's just things I was saying to myself that like, you know, you're not good enough. This person is there. You're not. Um, You should have this by now. You should be here by now. You should be doing this. You should be working with this person by now. Everything that, you know, you know, your creative dream, you should be doing this by now, right? Mm-hmm. And I was talking to myself extremely down. And of course, obviously, things that people have said in the past have come up. But in that moment, I realized that, all right, I can replay the things that people have said to me or about me. Um, I can replay things I'm saying to myself. But then it's just like, for one, for starters, those people's not going to come back and change what they said about you mm-hmm. before. That's a good thing. So it's just like, how are you going to change that within yourself? How are you going to flip what you've heard and then what you've heard other people and what you've heard about yourself, like to yourself, how are you going to flip that around and change that to be a better person that you want to be with? I mean, you got to be with you all day, every day. So it's just like, there was a post on Instagram going around saying, you know, the way you speak to yourself, would you say that to a friend? Now me, Ooh, that's good. you know, I'm a little, that's a good thought. That's yeah. a good thought. What, whatever, what you're saying to yourself, would you say that to a friend? And so I thought about it. I'm just like, well, some of the stuff maybe because some people just need to get it together, mm-hmm. you know. But on the on the flip side, the nice side of it is just like, no, like somebody will be hurt by you saying that, and it cons- consistently, constantly, over and over, every day, you're saying these things. So it's just like, and then how do you expect to have results based on the negativity you're saying to yourself? And I'm not trying to get too deep. Be here, go ahead. But it goes back for me. It brought me back to okay, you know, we're black and typically. The way we got, the way we did what we were supposed to do was through threatening type tactics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Through, if you don't do this, then this will happen. Um, and so, you know, that typical story of your parents yell at you, whatever, whatever. You get so mad that you feel like you, you, everybody had that runaway bag. They, was gonna, yeah. they said yeah. it's going to run away. I'm just like, Cheyenne, where did you get that from? Like, where did you get that? If the harder I talk down on myself is the more I'll work. 
Uh, I see. That's that's an interesting. I literally thought was interesting yeah. thought, but then like you're so hard on yourself and how you just stand it. But is it also because you're rehearsing what was said to you? I don't know if it was. Re- I mean, it could be a mix of both because it's just like for me, I'm just like you're not producing results from the from the negative talk, mm-hmm. like the negative talk, the environment that you're creating within yourself. You're not, you're not producing what you, what you could if you are in a thriving environment. In this thriving environment, I'm talking about within you. So bump the people outside of you. What type of environment are you creating within yourself mm-hmm. to abide with you? Mm-hmm. Like if if the environment you're creating with you is trash, you shouldn't expect nobody else to be able to help you thrive. You're not even helping you thrive. You are. I feel like for me, I gotta. I'm not gonna look for something in somebody that I'm not even doing for myself. Okay, I see. No, that's good, and I, I actually agree. It's like um, I struggle with affirming people because it's kind of like I can affirm you all day, but if you don't believe it, like mm-hmm. there's only so much I could do. But I do think it's like, I think it is. It is a combination of both. Is so you gotta take a person who has been in a negative environment, and that's all they've been told mm. they don't even know how to see themselves in a different mm-hmm, light mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that's all they've been around mm-hmm. so it's like i would like to believe that i'm beautiful but if i never had right. anybody mm-hmm. in my life say that mm-hmm. then it's, it's kind of hard until i am put into a different environment environment mm-hmm. and that's what i kind of noticed about kevin i can't remember i kept going baby boy mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin was like, he started rehearsing, but even in that moment, like you said, it was like, I think it was also like channeling, channel, challenging his inner self. Um, on what can I do to like combat mm-hmm. everything that, that I good. that mm-hmm. was said? And the same thing with yourself, as you said, mm-hmm. is like, I may have spoken these things over myself in one season, mm-hmm. but now in this season, like, how can I take that energy and kind of flip the script and do something different? So that's that's a good point of like. It does start with self, yeah. but think for those of you who are like, well, I never, yeah, I never been in a different environment. Mm-hmm. It's it does take probably being in a different environment mm-hmm. to discover like the things that you are saying over yourself mm-hmm. was a part of what mm-hmm. you surround yourself. So, in that, the other thing that we had discovered is abandonment. Oh, I discovered in Home Alone um, <laughs> is abandonment, and. Um, he was wishing so bad to be home by himself, be away from his family. And then he actually ends up being abandoned. One one thing I did notice was because he wasn't being the kid that they want him to be in the moment, Mm. he was punished and sent away. So that's the first step where I feel like as creatives, because we're not producing what people want us to produce, we kind of get cast on a shelf canceled or canceled or pushed away mm-hmm. and be like well you sit here until you do what yeah. i would want you to do and that's our first level of abandonment the second level to me is he actually did get abandoned now i'm not saying that he shouldn't have been corrected so for you little deep people <laughs> just go with the flow with this for the sake of this theme um he did get abandoned and then and once he realized like yo my family's gone freedom mm-hmm. and he just starts going wild mm-hmm. and crazy 
But what was scary enough is that he thought that being alone would be the best thing for him. But in the midst of him being alone, he longed for his community back. So my question is, how does abandonment impact us as creatives, but also how does it psychologically trick us into thinking that because we were left, doing life by ourselves is better? Well, I feel like the trick comes in doing life because... Doing life alone, you're, you're not rejected alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody else, you only you can reject you if you're doing life alone. So I feel like that's where a lot of creatives get that whole narrative of, right, I, I can do this by myself. Because it's just like, I've experienced so much rejection outside of myself mm. that now I'm going to go into myself and I don't need you to do for me. Because I'm doing for me now. And so we get tricked into thinking I'm going to do me because we, we're not, we're not being rejected. And the thing is when you, when you experience rejection consistently, it takes a toll on you. It takes a toll on even your creative abilities, what you think, what you thought you knew about you. The more you get rejected, it's, you start to question it. Like, okay, is this really a thing? Is this really of me? When it's just like, when you by yourself, you could tell yourself you're, you're anything. Nobody's going to question you. Nobody's going to um, wonder about it. And then, you know, the more you're rejected or rejection comes in, that's when the abandonment bubble happens. That's when mm. it's just like, all right, you know, you you rejected me. You now cast me away because I'm not what you want me to be or I'm not producing what you want or I don't know. Simply it could be I don't agree with your idea. Yeah. I have a different perspective on something. I'm like, okay, you're pushed to the side until, you know, or until ever. We don't know. And you you, you become abandoned. And so that psychological trick, I mean, it makes sense to me because you're not rejecting yourself for the most part. So it's just like I understand creatives that would rather be alone because it's just like you were rejected out here. And, you know, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. Cause this is a creative um, chat, but I'm gonna bring it up. I don't know. Go ahead. Even when it comes down to like people who are church hurt, right? Okay. They were rejected or abandoned in some way, shape, or form to the point where they didn't want to come back. And it's just like sometimes us as Christians, we we see them, and we're just like, you know, come back. There's a community here. We love you. But then it's just like they experience they experience less rejection there than they did here. So it's just like, why do you expect them to come back? And I'm relating that to like the creative. If you are if you are experiencing less rejection in one area than another, why? It's like almost like why, a why, why not? Why not? But that's the lie I think that comes yes. with abandonment and what attaches itself mm-hmm. to abandonment and what attaches itself to self isolation. Mm-hmm. Is that one, as we say, your environment has made you claustrophobic, mm-hmm. um, has maybe have an impact on your mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there is the lie that, okay, life is better on my own. But however, no matter how much you say you want to be alone, there's it. something in you yes. that is going to crave to be around community. Mm-hmm. And even from a biblical standpoint, 
it's we see how the disciples, yes. you know, were placed in community. Yep. They were. No, you know, that's weird because they indirectly did the abandoning because they abandoned their family. But neither. OK, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean. they still had. But it's still more so like they were. They all had to come together from leaving something mm-hmm. is the grief of leaving something as well or being apart from something, which I think at some point Kevin felt the grief of like, I'm apart from my family mm-hmm. as he's mm-hmm. looking at other families. Yes. Yeah. It's like, ah, man, no, I think that's something that I do want to be yes. around. It's just more so do I want to be around in a different way? Yes. And the scary part of being isolated is now you find yourself digging into different things that you probably would never have opened yourself up to if you were based in community. That's Even true. though, in a weird way, in the midst of his abandonment, this eight year old kid discovered the skills and talents yes. <laughs> to how to fight robbers. Yeah. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't thinking about that. Well, maybe this day and time if I was eight, whatever. But anyway, but, but, but what it, what it did do, he had to do some things that like he had still, like he stole his toothbrush, but that was also out of fear from the next person. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, was like just dibbling and dabbling to different things that obviously if he was in the property community, if he wasn't left alone, he wouldn't have dabbled to things that he, he shouldn't have dabbled mm-hmm. in. But at the same time, it also introduced self-discovery. Yes. And it's like, the, it's this is It's a catch-22. It's a catch-22 because yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, I'd rather do life on my own. But then in the season of being alone, you might discover a skill or a talent that you didn't know that you have. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a catch-22 because just like, again, I get, I get... But I feel like, you know, there are seasons where we need to be alone, though. Yeah. There are seasons, I do feel, that you do need to be alone, maybe for that self-discovery. Um, you discover yourself, and then you move on from there. The problem comes in when you don't move on from there. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the whole, whole <clears throat> Yeah, part. so, you know, you can be a creative and, and you know, want to do life alone, but you have to be, like you said, you have to be careful because... That's where the enemy plays on your mind. That's mm-hmm. where he, because he knows you're not checking in with the things that you hear. You're not checking in with anybody else because you don't have a community. Have a community yeah. So you have to be very careful on the do life alone mantra. Because I know I said earlier, I understand it. So I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody. I understand it. I don't really agree with it in its full context. Because again, that's where the enemy is this playground. That's where it's just like, okay, you by yourself. What you get by yourself? Yeah. I could say I could feed you anything. Anything. But then also, it's not like he could feed you. But what I did notice, they had a neighbor, and in the midst of their chaos, his brothers are like, feed him all these lives about this neighbor. Mm-hmm. So he sees this neighbor, he rejects the neighbor. He doesn't want, he's fearful of him, doesn't want anything apart. Mm-hmm. So now he's alone, he's doing his thing, and the very person that they told him not to be around. It's a very person that gave him insight that on what, on how life, yeah. how to do, how to live life. I think it was, they were talking about um, reconciliation. Um, what would people call reconciliation? Um, and that's the scary part is like when you're abandoned, 
And then you're in an environment that's telling you, don't do this, don't do that. Stay away from this, stay away from that. And you now seclude yourself. You already feel like you do life alone. You're apprehensive of exploring or inviting anybody new. But that new person can open or unlock something, a potential, or unlock a door for you. Yeah. And that's that's the catch-22 <clears throat> about self-isolation is mm-hmm. that now you're so deep into your head yeah. what and then you're rehearsing everything that was said to you mm-hmm. and now you can't see yourself embracing anything yeah outside of what your comfort zone is but embracing or welcoming or planting yourself in community can unlock something that you never thought you could unlock yeah and that's that that was that's that was what's interesting to me but that's your point it is hard it's a dance that you have to play yeah the dance out you you just have to figure out you have to figure Sorry, out. Sorry, I'm hungry. <laughs> you have to figure out again. Figure out the season. Like mm-hmm. right now, is am I am I supposed to be alone to discover something that maybe God wants to show or tell me about myself? It's just don't get locked into, and then also don't get locked into always having to be around people either. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's just like, where do you find your own voice? Where mm-hmm. do you find you know your own skill? So. Kevin found his skills. You don't want to be enabled. Yeah. 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 You don't want to be enabled. Yeah. So it's just like, it, it again, it's a, it's like you said, it's a dance that you just got to, you got to figure it out, but don't get stuck in it's any stuck, one. Yeah. I'm okay if I'm by myself. I'm okay if I have community. I'm okay if, you know, somebody affirms me and I'm okay if I'm not. Yeah. Because it's just like, you know, life is life. What you may have one day may not be what you have the next. I mean, we're living in a world that's like so mm-hmm. ever evolving. It's like forever changing, forever evolving. <laughs> so it's just like you, you, you have to. Again, I'm not saying be this whole self prone type mm-hmm. of person. I don't know if that's a word. Yeah, I have a tendency of making up words. Me too. Same yeah. Thing. So you, you I tell you, this... I guess I'm an SMTs. But go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you have to be this self prone person, but it's just like. Figure out your season, season and don't stay too long in it, in it because it's just like you, you you're just going to keep living in a cycle of like, OK, I'm by myself. And if you're by yourself, and you're beating yourself up. You're not doing your season alone justice. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not dis- if you're not discovering good, bad and indifferent about your alone season, then you're not doing your alone season justice. That's just you feeding into something that's going on up here. Mm-hmm. That That's good. But what I what. Sorry. I want to highlight though. Who came when he was alone? So what I did not notice, sorry y'all, we 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 over time, but we're gonna unpack this real quick. In the beginning of the movie, this 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 came into my thought. Guy posed as a police officer, knocks on the door, comes in, asking for the parents, he's asking them inter- interesting questions. He's not really a police officer, he's really a robber. He's really the thief. Mm-hmm. But he's coming, posing as something to look like he's going to be the protector. Mm-hmm. But he's really taking stake and really studying you, studying your moves, studying what's around you, studying what you're in there. Waiting for the opportunity. I'm sorry, y'all, because this... Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Thank you, Aretha. <laughs> <laughs> this guy to me... I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to kick you. Since we have my cross my legs. Um... Then he waited for opportunity, realizes, I know this kid. He's alone. Let me attack him. 
So the point I want to bring up, Lord have mercy. Mm. Hallelujah. Oh, <laughs> that just came out to me. In the midst of your environment, take inventory on who's there. Because the dangerous thing about being alone is once you get alone, the person who you who posed as for you was waiting for you to get to this season to now mm-hmm. attack you yeah. to where now you are fighting things that you never were meant to fight. Mm, but know. because the enemy, Hobia, side, <laughs> found, finally got to where he wanted. This is ministering this, to no, me. This is Because when this I tell is, you I don't leave my bed, I didn't leave my bed all last week, but this is now just helping me. Yo. He got you to a place of isolation to now have you warring for something that was never supposed to be, to be your fight. War. Yep. Never. Lord have mercy. I, as an eight-year-old kid, should not be warring to protect a household a that I ain't by. And that's why, that's why. I'm so sorry, y'all. No, no, no. That's why it's extremely important to recognize the season. So if you are in an isolated season, is it a God-called isolation season? Or did you force yourself into that? Because now, when you force it, because if God called you to the isolated season, they're gonna things are gonna come up and come about, but it's not gonna be things that you have to now fight when when that situation is done with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Now, flip that. Now, if you're in a, a, a forced isolated season, our generation tends to do that. You know, I'm by myself. I'm alone. I'm a loner. I'm introverted. If you're forcing that, be on the lookout because the enemy is waiting. And not even waiting. He's there. He's there. He's there. To kill, steal, and destroy. To destroy. Y'all, I walked walked this out. That's why I'm sitting here quiet. I got quiet. (laughs) I got a holy hush on me. I walked that out because it's just like, you have to be careful on who, even people that God sends to you, in the middle of your forced isolated season, you'll tend to reject the people that may even come to help. You may not even see how they're going to help you right now. But if you kept them around, they would have helped you. Like the, the neighbor across the street? Right. Oh if you kept them around, Revelation they would have helped you. But no, you were in, in yourself and, you know, and I'm not coming against anybody. You know, we deal, we all deal with we mental health issues yeah. and mental health things that causes us to even self-isolate. But we have to... Sometimes come out of ourselves because the thing is we make it worse for ourselves. Cause then now, like you said, we're fighting against things that we would not have had to fight if we one kept around the person that God sent and was just like, okay, this person is here. But it's because you didn't see the reason why. That's mm-hmm. why you didn't keep them. You mm-hmm. didn't see it. So you were stuck in your yourself because you didn't see it. Yeah. But God sent that person knowing what was coming. You don't know, but they knew what was, he knew what was coming. He sent them. You cast them to the side and now you're by yourself. Now you find yourself in a situation where you're fighting demons and devils and and, and, and wars and things that you was not, you would not have had to fight if you just if kept you that community kept that around. <laughs> Sorry, that we have these moments where I'm going to start naming these moments. I don't know what I'm going to name because I can't sound ignorant. <laughs> No, but that was so that, good. That, that just, sorry, that just came to me. I know I was going to try to wrap this up. And then I said, wait, hold on. Um, um, I'm going to correlate this to the Bible, as I do. Sure, let's do it. Um, Joseph. Mm, one of right? my favorite guys. And the, the two things when I was talking to my sister about it, um, both were left. Both were treated, I don't want to say, but for the sake of this, both were kind of treated bad from their siblings. Mm-hmm. Right? 
So now you're cast into this season or you're cast into a moment of being alone Mm -hmm. in that you experience trauma in that you experience um, trying to figure stuff out in that you also discover what's on the inside of you. Joseph dreamer, you know, and all the things now as a result of your abandonment, as a result of what you discovered, you have to use what you discovered about yourself to come and protect and save your family. So with that being said, I told you it's forever evolving. I have complex questions and complex <laughs> thoughts, right? Those who have been cast aside because of what they probably possessed, mm-hmm. you know, or was was not protected and end up, you know, in different avenues of life. Mm-hmm. How how hard is it now to use what you have gained to come back and rescue a group of people that didn't want you in the first place? Sorry, y'all. <laughs> you know, this is just, that was just, oh, you know, how, do, I mean, listen, it it's hard, right? And this is why, you know, I don't know how this relates, but, you know, a base and a bound, right? Like you. I got you stuck. Yeah. Like, (laughs) because the thing is this, like, I won't ever dare, you know, misunderstand or force somebody to return back to a place that rejected them. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. because I understand it. I understand, you know, you know, it's, it's, Again, you experience trauma there. You're reminded of it. I wouldn't tell you to go back. But I guess living through that, you know, it's just like people that you thought would do for you, people that you thought would, let's just do, go go there, sow into you, people that you thought would call on you, people that you thought, you know, would do certain things for you did not. And now you got to go back and use the very same gifts that you wanted them to sow into you for, for them, right? And yeah, I'm not going to go there. So you... You do all that, and for me, honestly, at the end of the day, and I know people might not be like, wait, what? It comes down to, like, honestly, humility. Mm-hmm. How humble are you? Um, because God is intentional. You know, he He knows what he's doing. He knows and, and knew the people that would do that to you and the people that you have to go back to. Um, and so... It literally comes down to, you know, humility and your heart's posture. So it's just like you have to honestly, and I'm not trying to be deep, but you have to go through like healing. You have to go through that to be able to even go back. Because there were times like for me, you know, there was a time where I probably couldn't go back because I was still dealing with those emotions. Now I can see the same people and I'm just like, oh, hey, what's up? Like mm-hmm. what you need, like anything you need, I got you. And it's it's from a genuine place. But what, but what helped that? It was literally time, environment with myself. And then, you know, the community around me, bringing back the theme. Um, your heart's, literally, what's your heart's posture? And it's it's, it's going to take time. Now, I wouldn't tell you. Now, if God is telling you to do it, I have no no say in that. It's just like, you got to do it. But I can't. I think as creatives, that's something that I think it plays a psychological game on us. Because a lot of times 
we are put in a position where we have to go back to the person that told us no. Yeah. And but not go back to them seeking something, going back to help you. Yes. Come up with a solution for the yeah. very thing that you rejected me. From. Yes. Yes. <laughs> rejected me from doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I, I got. I noticed that in the movie and then I, you know, everything I tried best. I told you I'm not no theologian. Me. I dropped out of PhD. Um my doctorate school i did and i'm not going back uh, <laughs> but it's like man this is theme in the bible as well where god sometimes will have you go through a hard trying route yeah i mean and it's for the only purpose is to come back and deliver those who are bound and there were people who were bound yeah probably was your family <laughs> And the the thing about that is like you know, I just think about again. All right, your your journey. Okay, you was abandoned, let's say by your family, you know, abandoned by the church, abandoned by your creative community. Um, all right, you you left them self isolated. So it's like it go it's, it comes back in full circle. But the thing is, you went through those different pockets, and gain different things that you can now help to deliver so let's just say like all right during your self-isolation you realize okay you might you might deal with depression or your community helped you realize okay you deal with depression now okay i took this from this part of my journey now i'm going to keep going and then you bump into somebody in your family or your community and she's like oh you now i can identify this is what you deal with because i dealt with it Mm -hmm. i figured out on this journey that this is what this is. This is this might be why my family may act this way. Cause the part the part of me, the part of me that didn't like what you guys do is a is inside of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that self-hatred comes in because it's a wait. I didn't like this growing up, but then I do this to myself. So how can I fix that? The difference between you and somebody else may be you figured out, okay, I want to fix this. And I'm gonna go back and help fix y'all. In the midst of a famine. <laughs> that's that's um the famine, sorry, that was a Joseph related. Oh I had to like stop assuming everybody knows. Um <laughs> the Bible. The Bible. Uh yeah, that I mean, the whole theme of home alone is like some of us feel like we're home alone. Mm, but why true. are we home alone? Yeah. You know, are we alone because we forced ourselves through isolation to be alone? Um, are we alone because we were dropped in a place we were dropped somewhere in our journey and we never was able to come through that? Or are we alone um, because we just don't feel like we fit in society, mm. you know? And I think the importance of this conversation is just more so like one, identify. Yeah. What, where, where did you become alone at? Yep. Because you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, now we could get a little deep and like you know he'll never leave for his forsake you that sounds good but not when you're in the long <laughs> in the season of alone i'm for like that it really is hard but it is um it shows the importance wow now the we were journeying through through this and i also believe if i'm not mistaken because i know sometimes i'd be messing up these stories also with joseph it was now I'm placed back in community. Now I'm not saying if you are in a bad environment yeah, yeah, to no. go back to that environment. Mm-mm. What I am saying 
now you're in the in this scenario the family came back and welcomed you know he yes, welcomed yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's not everybody's story Mm-mm. but once you find your community or you go your place or planted in there it's now embrace it yep embrace the good mm-hmm. embrace because in community which i love what the creative space is you know i watch from afar because you always have them on days that i cannot come yes yeah, every time come. now the next one i can't come because my birthday um oh Josie. i'm sorry y'all oh, are we coming to your hometown well not your hometown but your it's not live, town. Yeah, live town and <laughs> i'm sorry i ain't i can't i'm not gonna be a church on birthday. <laughs> pray for me i get it child um i was in hawaii so I'm oh, that's where you was I said that. Oh, we about to go to the I'm sorry. I don't read sometimes. I just be like, oh, this yeah, is beautiful. Um, but what I like is, is that community can create space for you to be. Mm-hmm. And while you're being, I, we could still create a space for you to heal. Yeah. So, and that's what I love about what the creative space offers mm-hmm. is like you create a, dang, create a space. It's okay. It happens all the time. Um, <laughs> you make room. Let's go there. <laughs> For people to come and be, mm-hmm. and that is whatever you are, mm-hmm. you're an artist, writer, fashion designer, whatever, mm-hmm. come be. But while you are coming to be, we're going to help build you up. Yeah. And that is, so are you really home alone? And mm-hmm. if you are, how do you reverse that? Knowing where you reverse that is by planting yourself. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to find. Mm-hmm. Some of us are still trying to figure it out. Absolutely. Um, and if you're not in the place to where you find, you create it. Yep. And that's what I love about Cheyenne is um, we we're going to bring this in. We're going to connect this all together. Um, what I loved, it, I love about you and what you're doing. And it's hard, child. I know it's hard. Especially when you got a bunch of people like me who don't like leaving their home. Um <laughs> You saw a deficit mm-hmm. in the midst of, I would say, your alone season. Mm-hmm. You may not have been alone mm-hmm, per mm-hmm. se, but alone in what you do. Mm-hmm. You say, look, I want to create something. Mm-hmm. I want to establish something. And um, what I loved about Joseph, it was he knew where he was at. And he created space for his family to also take part yeah. of what he gained in the midst of a family yeah. and what you're i believe you're creating what you started in the pandemic when people were missing mm-hmm. they were missing connection mm-hmm. in the midst of that you use your resources to say hey come eat from my table mm-hmm. and be with me mm-hmm. and um i commend you for that Thank you. i love you for that um because you're different and you're unique and when you're different and unique it's a lot of it's wars in your own head, but mm-hmm. there's also wars, a little fires around you. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, like you are creating space and the whole thing about being in a community, being planted, being surrounded. You don't have to fight alone. Yeah. What I loved about Kevin's dad, they came back. And it was like, what do you do with the house? But then he found something. It was like, now what were you doing? And it's like, what being around community is like, Okay, I see you just came out of chaotic, chaotic situation. Yeah. What were you doing? Yeah, yeah. Now, how can we help you? Yep. Yep. Say oh. la. 
<laughs> so you want me to... uh, any last words to the one about one being placed in community, building community, um, isolate anything. Any last words? Um, I think I would just say, you know, you brought up the creative space. You know, that's my that's my baby. We just turned two. Uh, actually, December 11th yesterday was our first in-person service. Twenty December 11th, 2021. Oh, oh, on 2021. Okay. Yeah, December 11th, 2021 was our first service. And so yesterday we turned two years old. And um, <clears throat> one thing I can say, like uh, Riz said, she, she, she gave a great dissertation, better than I would about the creative <laughs> space, you know? Um... Is that, like she said, there's a space for everybody. Um, <clears throat> although, yes, our roots are Christ's foundation. You don't have to be a Christian to be a part. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You don't have to. You could listen. There's a whole bunch of different people in the creative space. Um, and I'm not going to get too specific because I don't want nobody, you know, whatever. But it's different people, and the thing is, the way you know, yes, there was a deficit. Um, in my creative world, I mm-hmm, guess, mm-hmm. you know, and I guess that's where it was birthed out of because it's just like, okay, I'm, I started to figure out like, okay, I am more, the, more creative than I thought I was. Who do I go to, to like help that? So, you know, out of like being a church baby, I'm, initially I thought the church, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But as we know, that's just now starting to become a thing, creativity in the church. So again, God told me, okay, you, this is, you, you see it, you feel it, you do it. And, um, I just feel like, you know. It's important to to have that space and have that community and also create the environment that you wanted. Yeah, we got that. And one thing that Riz said that stuck out about the creative space was that, you know, there's a space for everyone. And that's one thing I, I appreciate about the creative space. Although, yes, I'm the founder. I don't think I'm the person that, like, birthed this. But in within the creative space, it's just, like, it's such a pure thing that nobody is a nobody. Everybody's mm-hmm. a somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so pure. It's not like you come here, it's like we got big guys, little use. It's just, like... All right, it's fine. You come up, you cuss a little bit. It's okay. Come, you know, we we're gonna work that out. All right, Peter. <laughs> Listen, we we gonna. Now I'm not gonna. You know, we're not condoning. We're not condoning. But it's just I'm like so we sorry. gonna work it out. Joke. It's just like everybody. And the thing is, that's the thing. Joseph knew his place. I'm finding my place. I know that my place is not just for people who probably have it all together or getting it together. My place is for people who who may cuss, drink, and smoke, but still want God. Or cuss, drink, and smoke, and still trying to figure out, okay, how do I connect God and my creativity together? Not condoning it, but it's just like, you find your space, and that's your community. Um, and like you said, you you accept it. And I, even being the founder of it, am still accepting community. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because I built this out of like, okay, all right, how do you do this? You know, it was, it was very limited. It was mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. Lim- limited, Not no team, no n- none of that. And so I'm still embracing it. Being a person, a community leader, I'm embracing community and also not being ashamed to turn into the community that God created me for, for, for help from them. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes as leaders or even creatives, we can be the leader of a team or a project, but it's just like, it's okay to turn into your team members to get what you need. Right? Come on here, you pastor. Know? No, <laughs> no, no. That so, was good. Sometimes you need the yeah, reciprocation. So, yeah, that was good. Cheyenne, thank you for coming through. Um, as I always try to end these, it's always hard for me to end these things because I'd be trying not to have a whole freaking essay. Um, <laughs> but like, if you are home alone, you don't need to be. Nope. You don't need to be. Identify why you are alone. Yes. And that could be however that everybody's reasoning is different. Yes. I don't mind. It's just self-isolation. I struggle with self-isolation. Mm-hmm. I'm a runner. 
Yeah, a lot of us. I are. ain't find nothing. I'm just gonna run and go home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but discover why you are home alone, mm-hmm. and in the midst of you journeying of trying to find community, discover what else is also in you and how you could probably use that if yes. you can't find to create yes. and give back and create space for others. So I hope this was impactful. I hope y'all understood this. It was a lot of like working through things because things started coming to me in real time. Yeah, it was dope. Um, it's always hard for me to do this podcast because things come to me in real time. Well, I tell y'all, she gonna probably gonna see this. I am my aunt's niece. <laughs> I am because like these just be like, yeah, running. Um, but we, I am going to do one more episode before uh Christmas. But yeah, I know if you don't know me, Riz is very indecisive. I could be like, I don't feel like doing this. So if I don't do another one, <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, Happy New Year, <laughs> uh, whatever else you celebrate. I don't know what else is it. Kwanzaa. I think Kwanzaa passed. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. See, wait. What's the black one? That's Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. That's during like this around Kwanzaa. Christmas. Oh wait, so Kwanzaa. It is Kwanzaa. Yes, Kwanzaa is coming. All the holidays, y'all. Whatever yes, holiday yes, yes, you Kwanzaa, celebrate. Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I'm not gonna force my religion on you. But whatever right. you celebrate, and happy, merry, go lucky. Let's have a great time. <laughs> Until next time, peace out.